um, as we continue to think about God's kingdom, this is what we've been talking about in this series so far, is the nature of God's kingdom. Um, Jesus spoke about the kingdom of God a lot. This was, if you heard Jesus in the first century, you would have heard him talking about the kingdom a lot. Uh, he, he told parables about it. He spoke about the nature of the kingdom. And he wanted us to enjoy it now and also look forward to the future. So a couple of key ideas we've come back around to uh, the last couple of weeks. I just want to reemphasize here before we continue is these two ideas here, basic ideas that you see throughout the New Testament. The first is that the kingdom refers to Christ's reign. It refers to the fact that he is uh, ruling, uh, he is in power, and that his kingdom is also both present and future tense. You see this throughout the New Testament. The kingdom is kind of already here, but also sort of not yet. Um, it's already here, most visibly in the life of the church. The church is made of people who have submitted themselves to Christ's reign. But there's also, throughout Scripture, a promise, and Jesus spoke about this, the future kingdom, the kingdom that would one day uh, bring about the, the end of history as we know it and, and his perfect uh, rule forever, eternal life. Um, and we've kind of started exploring a little bit about the kingdom. We've learned that we are meant to prize our relationship with Christ, prize our kingdom citizenship above everything else. We've also discovered we're supposed to feel a sense of excitement and security about our relationship with God, and, and also an urgency to tell other people about Jesus and bring other people into the kingdom. And so tonight, I want to spend just a few minutes talking about another angle on this subject of the kingdom, and this is the angle right here. How's the kingdom growing, and what is it growing into? How's the kingdom growing, and what is it growing into? And this matters for us as individuals, and it matters for us collectively as the church, the body of Christ. Now, Jesus is going to give us an answer to these two questions in three verses. So we're going to look at just three verses. Um, it's actually two parables in Matthew chapter 13. Um, and so we're going to put up on, here on the screen so you can follow along. Matthew 13, starting verse 31. Jesus tells two parables, quick parables, back to back. One is about a man. One is about a woman. They're doing both very ordinary tasks of a first century uh, Jewish life. And so uh, let's just jump into it. Matthew 13, starting verse 31. This is Jesus speaking. It says, he told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds come and perch in its branches. So he tells us that um, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. And, um, you know, it's this, this tiny little seed, and actually the mustard plant that he's referring to would grow in that part of the world to 10 to 12 feet high. So compared to, you know, um, other plants like in somebody's garden, I mean, this was just a huge plant. And um, it, it says in the parable that it grows into this large plant, and then it says, so that, so Jesus signals to us what the purpose of this is, it grows, the seed grows in this huge plant so that the birds can perch uh, in its branches. And, you know, there's a picture of the mustard seed and the actual mustard plant. And um, that language of the bird perching in the branches, that doesn't mean like it lands there for a second and flies off. The, the word there in the original language of the New Testament is the word for dwelling. 
settling down. And so it's not a temporary resting place. This is this the picture Jesus is painting. How is the kingdom growing? We're seeing in this parable already, it's growing from something really small into something very large. It's growing incrementally, but relentlessly. And we've certainly seen this in church history, right? How many people were around Jesus when he started his ministry? Twelve. And then he grew a little more, a little more, a little more, and here we are today. And it's still growing at an exponential rate, but it started really small. What is it growing into? The lesson there Jesus gave us about the bird is that it's growing into a home. It says it grows up into this plant so that the birds can perch in its branches. It's growing into a home. The church, the kingdom of God, is growing into a place to belong. That's what Jesus is communicating to us, both in the future tense and in the present tense. In the future, eternally speaking, Jesus is speaking about heaven. He's talking about the resurrection life. Look how Jesus put it in John 14. Jesus said this, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. Jesus is talking about his kingdom as a home, as a place to belong. So God's kingdom is growing and growing into an eternal home for us. So that's the future piece, but also in the present tense. The kingdom is seen in the life of the church, and the church is meant to be a place for people to belong now and to feel like it's their home, to be welcomed, to experience life in Christ together, for the church to be a place of healing and rest and growth, a place to serve together. And so that, that's how we're supposed to experience the kingdom now and in the future. It is a home for us. And we're called also to invite other people to come home. I mean, Jesus is calling everybody home. He's, and so we are called into that to invite people because people may not know there is a home prepared for them. They may not know there's a place God wants them to belong. Or maybe they do know something about the church and it's something that God loves them, but they don't feel they belong in the church. They don't feel they've been welcomed. And so we, as the church, as God's people, are, are meant to, to make this a place that is a home, not just for us, but for others. And God's kingdom is just that, is a home now through the life of the church, and it is home in eternity in the resurrection life. Let's look at the next parable. It's in the next verse, verse 33. Jesus is continuing here. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast the woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. So it uh, says that this, this woman uh, mixes the yeast, the leaven, sometimes it's translated, into this dough. And so the, the, the yeast is this fine powder, again, this, this very small ingredient that causes the bread to rise up into something very large. It's this very small ingredient that causes exponential growth, very similar to the idea Jesus said about the mustard seed and the mustard plant. And as you notice, it says the woman mixed this leaven, this yeast, into 60 pounds of flour. That's a lot of flour. 60 pounds. That could feed 100 people, the bread that's made from this. So this woman in the parable is not just making bread for herself 
or for her own family. This is a hundred people's worth of bread. And so she is making this food to share. That's the image here. And it says that the, the, the leaven, the yeast is working through the dough. It's causing it to rise, to expand. And so the, the picture, again, is of something starting very small but causing this amazing exponential growth. And the yield is huge, this bread that she makes. So how is the kingdom growing? Again, in this parable, we see from something very small into something very large. What is it growing into? We just saw in the previous parable, a home. In this parable, we see that the kingdom is growing into something that gives nourishment, that feeds us, feeds people. And I think Jesus is speaking both physically, materially, and spiritually. Spiritually speaking, the kingdom gives the truth. It gives the gospel, the words of life, only found in Christ. That is nourishment for our soul. Physically speaking, the kingdom is meant to be a place, the church, where people are taken care of, where their needs are met. This is the calling of the church in the present. Because God wants to meet both our spiritual needs and he wants to use the church to meet the dire physical needs in this world. Remember that moment right before Jesus' ministry began when he went out in the desert for 40 days and he's praying, he's fasting, he's preparing for his ministry and Satan appears to him out in the desert and he's taunting him. And he's like, I know you're hungry, so why don't you just turn these rocks into bread? You can do that. So just go ahead and do it. Make some bread. And, and he, he's trying to, you know, derail Jesus' ministry, get inside his head. And Jesus' reply, I think, is really um, relevant to this discussion of the kingdom and, and these parables. Jesus said, you may remember in Matthew 4, 4, Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So this is a glimpse, Jesus, at the outset of his ministry, Jesus, the king, wanting to nourish us, nourish his people, both spiritually and physically. Notice, he said, we don't live on bread alone. We do actually need bread, need food, so we don't live on bread alone. He's not saying we don't live on bread. We do have bodies that need nourishment. He's saying bread isn't the only sustenance that we need. He's saying he doesn't want to just feed us physically. He also wants to feed us spiritually with his word, with the gospel, with his very presence, the relationship with him. So his kingdom, as a reflection of his heart, is meant to nourish his people physically and spiritually. So I think we've seen a glimpse of something in these two parables. The kingdom has been growing incrementally, relentlessly, from something small over the centuries into something very significant, which it now is, and it even continues to grow. And it's going to grow and grow and grow, even eternally from here. But what is it growing into? I think we've seen the lesson from these two parables. I'll summarize it here for you. The kingdom is growing into a home and into a source of nourishment. That is what it's growing into, a home, that's the lesson of the parable of the mustard seed, and into a source of nourishment. That's the, the point of the parable of the, the bread. And really, if you think about life, you could almost sort of describe life that way, right? It's, it's 
It's where you belong, and it's also how you're nourished, how you're sustained. Physical nourishment, spiritual, emotional, relational. The kingdom is designed to meet all of those needs. Jesus wants to meet all of those needs now and forever. This is what the kingdom is. And Real Hope Community Church is an outpost of his kingdom, an embassy of God's kingdom. And so our life as a local church, as a body of believers, should be reflective of the kingdom. So Real Hope Community Church should be a home for people on very different spiritual journeys, come from lots of different backgrounds. It should be a place where people can belong and they can experience a sense of of home and also a place of spiritual nourishment and having physical needs met. And when I think about the life of our church over the last three and a half years since we started, it sounds like this to me. it, It sounds like uh, this incremental growth, starting small but growing consistently, incrementally. But we have to think about as a church family, what are we growing into? What are we aiming for? It's an important question to ask as individuals and as a church family. And I think Jesus is helping us see part of it in these parables. We are meant to be a place of belonging and a place of nourishment, a place to be fed and a place that's home. And I think to a large extent we are. We, we, are, we are already this, but we want to continue to grow into this more and more and invite others to come in and to find rest, to experience belonging, and to find both physical and spiritual nourishment through Christ. We have to remember, again, the parable of the bread there. She made bread for 100 people. She wasn't making bread just for herself. And so as a church family... We have to think about this is a place for us to belong, for us to be fed, but we're trying to make this place a home and a source of nourishment for lots of other people too that may not have a place to belong and may need to be fed both materially and spiritually. So let me pray for us as we think about this. The church is a home. The kingdom is a home. The kingdom is a place of nourishment. Let me pray that Jesus would do this in and through us.